Hello, Sky friends, and thank you for joining us. This is Scott, your Seasons of Skyrend host and DM. I'm here today to talk about something special. As 2018 comes to a close, our show has been downloaded almost 20,000 times, and we have gained over 1,200 followers on Twitter. And since the giving season is upon us, we wanted to offer you something to show our appreciation. From December 5th until the end of 2018, you have the chance to win your very own set of the D&D official Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica dice set, new and unopened. I have my own set of these dice and they are fantastic. I can't decide if I love the unique Ravnica Guild die or the decorative tin more. They are the perfect complement to the Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica campaign setting book, but are equally impressive on their own if you're just itching for a new set of dice. If you want to know how you can enter to win, head on over to our Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. That's S-K-Y-R-E-N-D Podcast. You can find all the details there. And feel free to say hi while you're visiting. Thank you, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and the consequences that follow. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Gray, or Gray the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrim. Book 2, Chapter 30, Negotiating the Aftermath. The House of Tain stands isolated atop a natural stone pillar, the archway that connected it to the hills having been destroyed during your battle. The dust has settled as you stand over the body of a young terrace. The wind carries in from the ocean a chill air as seagulls and herons maneuver on the drafts. A large blue-feathered heron clacks its beak, lets out a fading and vanishes out to sea. Much farther out at sea, the winds attempt to fill the sails of the gunner's daughter as Gandis, Deckley, and others furl them in. The ship drifts slowly now, alongside a much larger vessel, with five masts reaching to the sky. Atop the tallest is a flag bearing a wave pushing gold along its face. Captain Mahaley and Dipple escort Earl Earl and Olwan aboard to meet with a muscular one-eyed sailor. Lemons wordlessly accepts the payment and grants them a new flag, acknowledging their entry into the fleet under the tides of fortune. As the ships sail away from each other, we come back now to the beach below Tane's home, as you realize his true identity. A band of elves have spotted you from the hillside, and are quickly approaching. They don't see yet what you've done here. What do you do? Is there sand? You are currently atop the rubble from the fallen stone archway. Oh, right. But there is sand, of course, on the beach. Why could we conceivably bury him real quick? <laughs> In sand, just to... You can try whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> it would be difficult. Like, okay. 
timing-wise, sand is easy to shovel. Right. But it's just however much time you have before they get down here and can actually see what's going on. Um, we've taken the mask off him at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. We came for. That is why Tane now looks like a young boy yes. named Karis. Love what you did. So excited. Let's, uh... I see no reason why we must wait for these people. Why don't we just begin to leave? Don't we have to go the, the, the way that they're coming? I mean, you could always just walk down along the beach. Oh. Hmm. I mean, I suppose that they'll run after us, right? I mean, will they do that? Do you have a desire to speak to these people? Me? Ernest, yes. Why would I? I'm just asking. If you have a desire to speak to them, we're waiting to speak to them. If not, I, I see no reason why we're going to stand here. We've completed our task. Let's go. I don't particularly see a reason to speak to them. I mean, if they really want to talk to us, they'll follow us. Right? Don't worry about it. Okay. So, what do you do? I'm going to rehide my hidden blade, mm-hmm. reload my crossbow, get myself ready to walk, and I think we're walking to the to the to patches. Back to the town of Capris. Yeah, to, turn our, uh, to turn our stuff in and get our um, reward. Unless you have a desire to do something with his body or search his house. I mean, there might be some cool shit in there. Yeah, that, that thought had occurred if we can get back up there. We fell, didn't we? I don't think we can get back up there. Ooh. Oh, I you guess could we could climb. We could climb, or like, well, oh yeah, I guess we'd have to climb. It's true. There might be some cool shit in there. Let's come back when. No, we're never coming back. Oh, we'll do it now while we're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, we can always go back. Mm-hmm. How long ago was it that we did that thing and said we'd go back? <laughs> yeah, how's that <laughs> giant chief doing? He's fine. <laughs> he is, and that's the problem. <laughs> He's fine. Darwin has no idea how he's supposed to kill a giant chief. We were supposed to kill him before he was the chief. Yeah, yeah. So as you're standing around debating what to do, these elves are moving directly in your direction. At a quick pace. They're not out and out running, but they're moving with clear intent. Alright, if we're gonna if we're gonna search the house, we better just fucking do it. Okay. Let's do it. Alright. Probably gonna have to talk to these elves. They're not gonna let us just go search the house. Whatever. I'll deal with them. Cool. Meaning, like, I'll, I'll talk to them. You will charm them. So you're just so we're waiting? Cl- I know we're climbing up the thing. Oh, like right now now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Okay, no, I just wanted to know. Alright, everybody give me an athletics check who's climbing. Uh, Sam, uh, still in his Tamani form, not climbing. He has no desire to go up there. I don't think yeah, I'll hang out with Sam. I'm not leaving him here by himself. Your idea to search... <laughs> you have fun talking to those dudes. I'll climb up there. Does that sound like them. a good idea? I didn't say I was going to talk to them. I'll deal with them. Alright. Arnis, what'd you get? A 12. Darvin? Three. You're not do making you, it far. Do you, do you have a bonus to athletics at all? No. Okay. That's why it's just a three. Yeah. Wanted to make sure. Thank you. Alright. Arnis and Darvin make their way across the rubble over to what remains of the stone pillar and begin climbing. Arnis makes a little bit of progress. Darwin, you're having some trouble finding a good foothold, handhold, uh, and so you're just kind of like walking around the base of it right now. Every time you make a little attempt to climb up, a rock just peels away and you slide back down a few feet. And you're still basically at ground level. Vale, staying behind. At the body, or not? Hmm. You know, I'm not going to sit next to the body and be like, Hey, cool, a dead body. Let's sit here and watch it. <laughs> That's not going nowhere. So I'm going to pull up a piece of rubble not far from where my friends climbed up and wait for them. Okay. You see a group of six elves and a small creature approaching. Okay. Yeah. Um, they saw everybody move towards the base of the stone pillar, and they moved to intercept. And Arnis is making some progress above you. Uh, so, they will be here very soon. I'm going to sit... I'm waiting for them. I'm going to take out my rapier, just stick it in the sand next to myself, take out my hand crossbow, and just wait. Okay. Oh my god, I should have made you climb the damn wall. <laughs> You're all about as athletic as each other. That's not why. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Arnis, continuing up? Yeah, I guess so, since I'm the only one making progress. Please make another athletics check. I tried. Darvin, uh, Darvin you can keep climbing too. Keep trying. Arnis will just get there first. I am totally going to get there first. I got an 11. Alright, Arnis continues his slow and steady climb up, making sure to take time to find secure handholds. Just like the tortoise. 
Darvin, would you like to continue climbing? Yeah, I'll try. All right. Again. Ooh, 16. Okay. Better. Arnis is probably like 40 feet up now. Darvin, you're about 20. Uh, one more check and you'll be up at the top. But first, I want to describe a little bit of what Vale sees. Vale, as you see these elves approach, you see they're each carrying a wooden staff, probably about four feet in length, at the end of which is a large metal hook, and the outer edge of that has been sharpened like a blade, right. so that the inside is still rather smooth and can like, actually hang on things without damaging them. Got it. The way they're designed, they don't look like military weapons, but they can sure be used to hurt people. Got it. I think they're close enough now. Uh, not only do you see these six elves... But you get a better look at the small creature that's traveling with them. It is maybe a couple feet long. The body of it looks like a red panda. It was rather adorable. And it has the head of a young elven girl. Okay. That's not fucking weird. Hey, you knew a dude with an owl head. God damn. Gossram. <laughs> yeah, Gossram. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making a really no, wild gonna, assumption. I'm just going to shout out to my friends. So I've got a panda elf coming down this way. <laughs> I'm going to literally shout down, the fuck you say? <laughs> panda body, elf head. Red panda. Red panda, sorry. Red panda body, elf head. No. Because red pandas are much smaller than normal yeah, panda true. bears. <laughs> okay. Darwin and Arnis, give me another athletics check. No, I don't. Go ahead and keep climbing up. No. No, I'd be there by now. Hello, Crit. Oh. Well, he's mm. making it to the top. But will he beat Aranus? Yeah, I got a six, so he's uh, he's, he's outstripping me. <laughs> Darwin, in a display of in a display of supreme athletic prowess, just starts leaping up the side, and Darwin reaches the top. That was my one crit for the night. I hope that was worth it. Probably wasn't. <laughs> Aranus, you just watch him like quickly climb up past you. Right. And Veil. An elf-looking middle-aged ish. He's got a long salt and pepper ponytail, and he's carrying this hooked staff over his shoulder. You folks want to tell us what's going on here? Nope. You were set forty feet up in the air. No, Just uh, ridding the countryside of a chaos mage. Come again? More specific, please. I, what I just said. We just took care of your chaos mage problem. No need to thank us. Oh my god. Did you really just say that? Yep. Wasn't gonna. The one who lives here? Yeah. What lived is a better way of putting it. Where is he? Uh, not over to where the body is. Just show us. Over there. No, take us. Walk us over to it. I'm pointing right there. You can see him from where you're standing. A young, rather beefy elf walks up right next to you. Like, jabs you with the blunt end of his staff. You heard him. And I point my hand crossbow at him, and I said, and you saw me point. He hits you in the head with the blunt end of his staff. Oh my god, please don't... Just to give you, like, a little... Alright, he's trying to intimidate me with physical action. I drop the hand crossbow, I raise my other wrist up, and my hidden blade is at his neck. Uh, Cool, make a dex check. Or an attack if you want. Uh, it's attack, I intend not to hit, but I'll make an attack, right. sure. Um, is, I mean, is your attack bonus the same as your attack bonus? Mm, no, my attack bonus is higher because I get, you know, okay, proficiency and all that. Oh, okay. New dice, not starting out well. Um, it's a 12. Ooh, I don't know if he's going to be fast enough to stop that. Oh, no, he's getting <laughs> fast enough. <laughs> he crits and sees your hand move, and he just bats your hand aside with his staff. As he bats your hand aside, he's going to step behind you and try to use his staff to get you in a chokehold. So you could make an athletics or acrobatics check. 22 acrobatics. Okay. Manage to slip down and out of the way before he can get that thing cinched under your chin. But the rest of them now are looking pretty aggressive. The young red panda girl is just standing behind the legs of one of the older female elves. Arnis, would you like to finish climbing up to the top? I'll try. Oh no, I got a 17. Okay. Arnis, you make it back up to the top as well. So you and Darvin are on top of this stone pillar on the ground just outside of Tane's home. What are you two doing up there? Do we see or hear what's going on down below? 
you can hear a commotion, and if you're peer over the edge, you can certainly see it. It's only like 50 feet down, so you're not getting all the exact words, but uh, you can tell Vale is being... Vale is up to their hygiene. Vale is not de-escalating the situation. Undeescalating. Undeescalating. Got it. Alright, we see what's going on down there, and I have an instinct to tell Vale to cool it, but at the same time, like, we're here to... We only work to climb up here to, like, search the house and see if there was other stuff, so... Let's go search the house. Plus Vale and Sam, right? Yeah. 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 Sam is there. That'll be fine. Sure. Uh, be fine. How is Sam doing right now? He's actually not so bad. He's a little scraped and bruised, but, you know, he might be able to do something. So the two of you head inside of Tane's home, uh, and it is, it is dark in there, with the exception of where the sunlight is coming in through the large hole that was previously blown in the side of the home. Right. Before you got there. That was not your doing. That was yeah. Tane's doing. And you disappear out of sight and maybe out of earshot of Vale as you head in. Vale. Mm-hmm. These elves are not taking kindly to your attitude. Their leader, the one with the salt and pepper ponytail, he says, I'll say again, you show us the body. We need to know for ourselves. And we're not just going to leave you. I walk towards the body as I do when my rapier out of the sand. Mm-hmm. And I point the tip of my rapier at the body and see there, where I've already pointed. So you actually walk over yes. to it? Okay. So you have to walk through some of the rubble from the fallen archway. And these elves and a little red panda girl follow you. And they look shocked. He's he's a kid again. Where's the mask? Not your concern. What mm, it is. <laughs> you didn't see what it did to him. I was sent by someone to retrieve the mask. We will be taking it to him. So you do have it. I don't have it on my person. A side note. Who does have the mask right now? I was under the impression we put it in the boot because none of us wanted to carry it. Yeah, yeah. that sounds right. All right. Okay, so it's in Darwin's boot. Who's got the dagger? Oh, we separated those. We did. Yeah. I don't remember where we put the dagger. Um, I think I have it. Yes, because I probably wanted it, so you have it. Um, yeah. <laughs> because I instantly knew that if I want the dagger, that's not it's a good thing to have on me. Yeah, There's so a very Lord sure. of the Rings moment there where, like, oh, I'm I want pretty, the precious, you should carry it, not me. I'm pretty sure I have it, yeah. Okay. Alright, the leader is going to question you a little bit further, Vale. You were sent here just for the mask, nothing else. The truth, that was the truth, right? That we were only sent for the mask? As I can remember. But we thought that we should take the dagger because keeping them together with someone that they was thinking might be able to trust was better than leaving them in the countryside. Yeah. So yes, yeah, we were sent by someone to retrieve the mask and stop this dude from killing people. Hmm, which, which bit of information is more important to this guy right now? Who sent you? Boy by the name of Patches. Huh, okay. Maybe you should come with us. We've got to take Terrace back home. You can tell us the full story when we get there. You can have some food. I appreciate your offer. My partners and I are currently on a very tight time schedule, so you can take the boy, and when they come down, we're going to go ahead and head back to Patches and return the mask to him. We'd rather talk to you before you go back to Patches. Well, you can talk with us here. You can wait for my partners to come down, but we are, like I said, on a tight time schedule, and I can't delude from our current path. Um, what is the timetable that Vale's referring to here? Um, that's a complete deception. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's, no, there's no time schedule, aside from the fact that I really want my reward for this because it was a freaking pain in the ass. That's fair. Please roll some deception. No problem. Oh, yeah, I like the new die. 25. Ooh. Unless I crit, I don't think it's going to matter. Nope. All right, well... We'll wait to talk to your friends. We get everybody's story at the same time. You're still welcome to come back with us. Not that far. Your Tamani friend, too. And I think we go back up to the house. Darvin and Aranis. You've made your way into Tane's home. There is an upstairs. A lot of this is in kind of ramshackle condition. He wasn't a neat guy. Kind of comes with the territory of doing whatever you want. It's just leaving your stuff wherever. Saying chaos mages don't clean? Some might, but if you don't want to, why would you? Sorcerer's apprentice. It up. And then you don't know where anything is. But also, he, he was definitely living out here alone. It's not like he was entertaining guests. So tell me, how are you looking for stuff? What are you looking for? 
Oh, I, I'd be looking for anything that's like that's either clearly valuable or like magic or magic. Well, you're gonna have to pick one of those because that's two different checks. In which case, then you should look for valuable stuff, <laughs> and I'll look for magical stuff since I have magical ability. All right, deal. All right. So yeah, Aranis rolls some Arcana. Darvin rolls some Perception. Nice. I'll take it. Let's start with Darvin. You got a 17. As you're looking around Tane's home, you do manage to see what's like a lot of equipment from previous adventurers who came here and failed, mm. including some valuables, jewels, and whatnot. But more importantly, you hear that sentinel that you let get away. He has not left the home. He oh, is crap. creeping back around and getting closer. I bring our attention to this as soon as possible. <laughs> So, you can hear it as the legs are slowly moving across the roof and coming down around through that opening. Um, and you see as it slowly comes in, just like climbing along the roof. Sorry, climbing along the ceiling, upside down. And it's getting closer. We're still like right next to each other, right? Yeah. Like right there. You're as close together as you want to be. And the sentinel has seen us, clearly. Oh yeah, it knows where you are. Okay. It's coming for you. Oh, I level my crossbow at it and take a shot. Alright, let's roll initiative. <laughs> I'm almost dead. It knows you're there. You does know my, it's there. Does my arcana check still stand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? That still stands. That's good. You did notice something so... before Darvin was like, oh, that bad guy we let live. You then went to the place it escaped to. That thing that we let get away. Crap. <laughs> We're screwed. It's like So, Arnis, what do you got for initiative? Eleven. Darvin? Seven. And our good sentinel buddy got much higher than that. Yeah. Better than both of you combined. So, as it's climbing along the ceiling, it sees Arnis pulling out the crossbow, getting ready to take a shot, and just lets go of the ceiling and drops down on Arnis, mouth first. Hey, uh, so this sentinel is going to try to wrap its teeth around your shoulders as it lands around you. That is a 22 versus AC. Yeah, that hits. What did you say you're down to? 16. Wait, does that include your tabs? No, plus 9. 25. Okay. okay. So... So then, yeah. Okay, so you have more health than me. Do you have spell slots? Uh, yeah, I've got a few. Not many, but I've got a few. All right, Arnis. And he's already... Isn't he injured? He's already injured. He's injured. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You didn't leave him alone for that long. Yeah, He climbed up the stone pillar and yeah. was, like, chilling. Uh, the sentinel lands one leg just tush, tush, tush on each side of you, and the teeth come down, bite you around the shoulders for ten piercing damage. Damn. Do something big. As big as you can. Uh, well, Arnis. Except it's my turn. Yeah, you get to go before Darwin. He's now right above you. The legs are on all around you. Let's see if I can help him out. I'm oh. gonna cast. I'm gonna cast vicious mockery. Okay. Uh, what is this mockery? I should have killed you when I had the chance. Nice. That's a pretty badass insult. <laughs> like, that's some good vicious mockery. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, wisdom. Yes, wisdom. Okay. So this sentinel has to make a wisdom saving throw. An 11. Uh, I assume fails. He does fail. He takes 5 damage and um, has disadvantage on his next attack. Anything else you'd like to do? Yeah, well I can't go anywhere, right? You can. You get an attack of opportunity, but you can still try to go somewhere if you want. That seems stupid. Okay. I'm that close to dead. I'm going to instead... Use one of my remaining spell slots to healing word myself. Nice. That's probably so smart. I, so I don't die. Um, yeah, don't die. 1d4 for each spell slot above first. So it's 1d4, 2, 3d4s. Okay. Because I'm out of low level spell slots. <laughs> like you couldn't use all this health anyways. I, I can use them. Nice. Probably would have done it behind anyway. Oh, and that was a good roll too. Nice. Um, so that's 7, 8, 9... So 13. Cool. What does that bring you to? 25. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's where I am with 10. It's not, it's not an impressive number. <laughs> it's just enough so that maybe if he bites me again, I don't die. <laughs> that's all. Darvin, what would you like to do? Is it still wrapped around Darnus? It's not wrapped around, it's, it's standing around me. and above. Like I'm on the ground and it's over me. Is hitting it without hitting Arnus going to be a problem? You should be able to hit it without hitting Arnus. Okay. You run up and poke upwards with your sword. Right. Or you could slice at one of its legs. Is Can it in? Punch it? Well, I mean, yeah, you could also So punch it's it. also in range, okay. Yeah, yeah. Alright, 
then I will attack first with the sword. With an upward poke, I guess. Alright. Into its body. Yeah. Fourteen. Oh, that's gonna hit. Nice. Nine damage. As you jab up into the sentinel and pull your sword back out a little bit of its inside, it drips out. You can hear some sizzling from your acid. Nice. Okay, jab one more time. That's a crit. <sighs> Yay! Thank you, All right. What does this look like when you kill the sentinel? You have full range here. It's on the ceiling, right? No, it landed on no, the ground. It's on, uh, it's on the ground on top of me. It's just, they're a large creature, so it could stand on the ground and still be above Arnis. Got it. Oh, I assumed it like, knocked me over, but I guess it didn't have advantage on me, so. I'm going to go for like a crazy round the head kind of thing. Super fancy slicing. Room. Yeah, yeah. Like you're cutting a hole in the ceiling, just whoosh, like a big circle in the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had... I wish I had pressed digitation. Awesome. This is going to get messy. This is going to get Thanks, messy. Sorry, this is going to be great. Sorry, Arnis. It's okay. <laughs> I got a little carried away. It took a chunk out of me. It's fine. So you slice all around its mouth, and first the jaw just falls and lands around the two of you. Both of you make dexterity saving throws. Wait, do I have something about... No. Thanks is it to take damage? Yes. Oh, yeah, you would have a thing about that. So when I have to make a deck save to take half damage, is it half damage? Yes. I take no damage if I succeed in half of the Oh. This is a save, right? Yeah, deck save. That might be a hook. <laughs> oh, I rolled better than you. Yes, you did. All right, Arnis, what'd you get? 15. All right, Arnis nimbly dives out of the way, <laughs> getting covered in a bunch of sentinel ooze still. Uh, Darvin, what did you roll? Eight. What's that on the die? A one. <laughs> I could see it. I just wanted to hear it. I hate you, Scott Blake. So much. I just want people to know that I'm not punishing an eight. I'm punishing a crit fail. <laughs> <laughs> you still murdered the crap out of this sentinel. Yeah. And yeah. as the jaw falls around you, you stand there looking mighty proud of yourself as the rest of it falls just... <laughs> And you are now completely engulfed inside this sentinel. Yeah, you, you'll take half of this damage. Um, three? So you took one point of damage. Nice. One of those times, go bye One of the needles that the sentinids can shoot out was still inside of it. As it lands around you, it just jabs you in the shoulder for that one point of damage. <laughs> and you are now just encased. Oh, I have to help get him out, huh? <laughs> Might be nice. What do you guys Having want to do? Having a Han Solo moment. It's not carbonite. It's similar. I'm encased in something. You but you can still move around. Something. It's still all ooey gooey in there. When I died and I was encased in snow. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Suck it. <laughs> Alright, what do I have to roll to help get him out? You tell me what you're doing. How are you getting Darwin out? Um, I guess... Oh, I guess it might be... Would it be easier to cut him out than to try to, like, push the thing off of him? Uh, probably. Then that's what I'm gonna do. All right. I only have a dagger, though. <laughs> You're gonna have to cut from the other side because I only have a dagger. I can I can cut from the other side. All right. Um, <laughs> both of you make attacks then, as you're both trying to cut Darvin out of the sentinel. Oh, I got a nineteen. I got an eleven. Totally winning. Uh, roll your damage, Arnis. That's four damage. <laughs> Yay! Minimum damage. Darvin, it's all wet and dark in here, and you can't breathe, and you just can't get the sword point to catch on the inside of its shell. But you do see the tip of a dagger just pierce in through the side and stop inches in front of your face and dig down about a foot. Sorry, bro. Should I keep going? I don't know. What do you do, Darvin? Can I can I continue the same hole Arnis is making, or is his dagger in the way? The dagger's still in there, but it did pull down a foot, and you can see it crack open a little bit, and like a little beam of light shine in. Maybe I'll wedge my sword in there and cut a different way, then. Can I do that? Alright, sure. Go ahead and both roll attacks again. Oh my god. This is the worst. This the is best. the best. I love it. Where'd you get Arnis? 23. Darvin? 17. Wait, wait, wait. 16. Sorry. Still plenty enough. This time, with both of your blades working in tandem, you're able to cut open an opening large enough for Darvin to get out through. Nice. And Darvin just spills out, covered in sentinel innards, and he smells rank. Hey, Arnis, check out my new place. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is disgusting, but thank you for saving me.
Back down below, near the beach on the rubble. Vale, you heard a slight commotion up there, but none of these elves seem to be too worried. And it died down quickly enough anyways. The elves all just take seats on bits of fallen rock, and they start introducing themselves to you. The older one with the ponytail introduces himself as Yaroslav. He's middle-aged-ish. He's kind of leading this group at the moment. God, he's middle-aged looking now. He's freaking old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundreds of years old. Close to dead if he looks middle-aged. I mean, he looks middle-aged for an elf. Not, like, human middle-aged. Now, hmm. I'm sorry, uh, what can we call you? Since we're gonna be sitting down here for a minute. Um, what do you look like right now? Are you still, are you still in changeling form? Uh, yeah, I mean, it might be Veil and Hooder up, but yes, I am in changeling form. Okay. Um, what do we call you, since we got a minute? It'd be rude just to call yeah. you you. Instead of sit down on a stone and say you can call me Veil. All right, Veil. So, uh, I'm Yaroslav. Uh, he introduces the rest of the elves. There's, there's Sophia, there's Nils, Kiana, Misha, and he introduces you to a very cautious-looking elf. He's like, this here's Froderick. He, hmm. you gave him quite a fright last night. That's why we're here. That's well, that was why we wanted to talk to you. But now seeing Terrace, we've got more questions, obviously. And uh, the little red panda girl, she'll run up to Sam and start sniffing around at his legs. Uh, don't you mind her? That's Renata. She's just curious, and she just looks up at Sam and looks over at you, Vale. Hi. At the risk of being rude, is, is did something happen to her? Because <laughs> I'm not used to seeing half creatures in my experiences. This is when I wish diplomacy were still a thing, <laughs> or etiquette. Uh, but you can you can roll charisma on that. It's a twenty. They do take your question with the sincerity that you're trying to put behind it. Oh no, it's Renato was born that way. Don't mean nothing. She's full of energy and she helps out enough back home, so I understand not everybody's seen folk like her. The further I get from home, the more new experiences I get. Tends to be the way it goes. So tell us, where did you find Patches? He left here almost a couple of years ago. Found him in a uh, port town not far from here. I think all this time he'd been that close. <clears throat> How's he doing? Got quite a collection of things that uh, of great value that he's accumulated over the years. Hmm. Never really struck me as the collector type, but I mean, I guess good for him. Looks uh, healthy. Uh, healthy enough. And didn't look ill. That is an odd thing to add. Phil's not necessarily what the small talk. Mm-hmm. This conversation is awkward. Yaroslav's doing his best to not make it awkward on his end. It's not going so great. So, I mean, I understand you're in a rush, but what do you all have to get to? Where are you going? After patches, of course. We have needs of... This guy is a little bit curious, but I feel like it's just honestly making small talk. Mm-hmm. And not malicious. Oh yeah, Yaroslav's he's trying to kill time until your friends get back. So you can ask everybody the questions about what went down here. Uh, we're just we're venturing north to deal with some business. He just looks at the the uh, shoreline. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Whatever direction we're supposed North? to be going, I don't know our direction. Northeast, something like that. Are you referring to the temple? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you'd be able to know that. That's mostly east of here. Sorry. Yeah, we're venturing mostly in the eastern direction hmm. for some business we have to attend to. Hmm. Well, if we're gonna go back to see patches, that's all the way back west, and you're coming all the way back through here. I mean, surely you could spare a night after what happened here. I just really want to go um, claim our payment for doing this task and then get back onto the uh, on track for the task that we need to achieve. Mm-hmm. What's this big task of yours? It's a uh, personal endeavor. Family? Friends? Nope. <laughs> oh, it's for yourself. Sure. <laughs> Vale is not going to start sharing your no. life story with this dude. No, I know. It's just like, sure. <laughs> And I think the nine of you are spending a lot of time looking at each other in between these very short, awkward questions that Yaroslav's asking. Uh, And we go back up top to the house. So, Arnis, before you were so rudely interrupted by the sentinel falling on you and biting you in the face... I was rudely interrupted. (laughs) 
Uh, you were doing an arcana check. What did you roll? 22. Very nice. <laughs> That's why Very. I was so pissed when that thing came in the window. God damn it. And just before Darwin interrupted you, your eyes had found a very small bookshelf with like candles and incense on it. But there was also a book. And on the, on the face of this book, on the outside cover, there's a very small version of that rune that was carved into the ground when you started this fight with Tane. As you inspect it, you're looking through and you see a number of like large-scale runes. Various different triggers. Some requiring like blood, or water, or more magic to be poured into them. Some that probably require far more to be activated. The pages are old. Some of the script is smudged. But this certainly is a book that could help you like place some big runes if you wanted them. Heck yeah, I do. Alright. That sounds fabulous. I think all the cool shit. Arn has found a book of runes. You have a book of runes, a power balance, power balance. You've got your I do. Loot. I'm trying to learn from the loot how to play the power balance. It's a very awkward process for me. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Or should I just call it a book of? You just call it the book of runes. There is no title on the front, and a number of pages are missing from the inside, including the title page. But you do recognize these as magical runes. Cool. All right. Uh, so Darwin. Aside from noticing the sentinel before it attacked. Good job, by the way. Thanks. <laughs> you did notice a bunch of adventuring gear, as I mentioned before, including jewelry and some money. It doesn't look like Tane was at all interested in it, because there's just some rings and precious gems just tossed on the ground and nice. in the corner. Very little of it is actually organized. The only thing that looks like he saw and liked, and like placed somewhere on purpose, was... It's on like a hutch, and there's a little wooden head, and on that head is a gold circlet, and it's got stones that match the color of his mask and his dagger. Ooh. So, very dark blue with purple streaks in them. Hmm. I'm pointing this out to Arnus. I was just going to shove it in the boot, then, you know. Just in case Arnus wants it? No, 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 I'm not shoving it in the boot, just in case it's for the same reason we didn't shove the dagger in the boot. Oh, right. oh. Like... Like let it hang off a of belt or something, yeah, just to keep yeah. everything just as keep separate, separate as possible. Do you want to see if it's magical at all? I can check. I will have you can check. To check. I can check that. This is something. I that's guess that's true. If it turns out unmagical, you just yeah. shove it in the boot. Huh? This is something clearly valuable. Whether or not it's magical is beside the point. Gotcha. As far as your search is concerned. Well, I'm not going to be able to tell you because I'm out of five. Arnis holds this circlet in his hands and turns it over a few times, runs his fingers along it, listens to it a little bit. It's not magical. Hmm. All right, I guess I'll throw it in the boot then. In the boot it goes. It should be fine. What could go wrong? What? You had to ask that, didn't you? You had, to, had mm-hmm. to ask that question. <laughs> Do you want to keep looking? You had to tempt fate. Sure one. Well, um, what's all this like money and stuff? I feel like we should just yeah. Can I just it shove it onto the boot? <laughs> Just, like, sweep it in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Sweep it in. Um, do we care about, like, the value of the rings and stuff separate from our money? No. So that then we can... Okay. I don't. I didn't know if you wanted to go through the whole mechanic of, like, we have to go sell this stuff to get kid, like, real money for it. All right, fine then. I, you brought this upon yourself. I did. I'm sorry. I just like to know. You find... 65 gold worth of coins, various denomination, gold, silver, copper, six jeweled rings, and four silver brooches. Nice. Like pendants. I don't know what brooches, but they sound fancy. It's like like a a fancy pin thing. Yeah. And that's what you found. Cool. Nice. (laughs) It was so much money. So do you want to go look upstairs? Yeah, why not? Yeah. So we can find another sentiment. That sounds like a great idea. Well, that's not a lot of way. But... You head upstairs, and immediately in the back corner, you see what looks just like a giant spider egg sack. I'm out. Let's go. Yep. Dude, check the room. All right, let's check the room. Arnis, does does Arnis have a fear of spiders? No. There you go. Arnis's player does. Okay. As you go, make all my characters with the fear of spiders. 
As you go in and continue your search, you see the giant spider like egg sac just pulsing a little bit. It goes from ground to ceiling in the corner. But go ahead and look around. Yeah, let's just look real quick. We don't like this dude. Just stand here and like, <laughs> survey the room. All right, you can survey the room from the top of the stairs. I crit. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid elves. It's my arcana check. <laughs> All right, Darwin. What about you? I don't perception, right? Yeah, if you're just looking for valuable stuff. Yeah. Ten. This appears to be well, other than where that giant egg sac is growing. Probably where Tane spent most of his downtime, so it's all pretty common stuff up here. There's a couple of nice shirts, but, you know, fancy to wear, probably not selling them to anybody. But they look good. Mm. Deep green. Nice. I think I'm committed to my monk look. Though I do miss nice clothing. God, we're under your monk look. It's fine. Over, maybe. I feel of it against your skin. Ah. I'm not taking shirts, we're fine. <laughs> like, I'm sure you really don't care, I'm just saying. We should probably go make sure Bale hasn't gotten in trouble anyway. I want to know what I found for my 20. Mm. <laughs> okay. Which is actually a 23, okay. if you want to be all technical about it. I do a little bit, but you crit, so... Yeah, in the chest of drawers, immediately next to that giant egg sack. Damn it. There's something. Damn it. You're not sure what, but you get a little tingle. I can, I can go check for you if you tell me. I'm not afraid of spiders. So there's a thing in that chest of drawers, but before you walk over there, feel like... Like it's a trap? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure... Well, I'm pretty sure it's not, but... You think it's a trap, but you're pretty sure it's not a trap. But I feel like we should check for a trap. I just, I really don't want that thing to open. <laughs> And us to be, like, engulfed in a mob of spiders, because we know how well we do with swarms. And the more I think about it, the more it seems like, yeah, that probably is a trap. Why don't we just check? You just roll. It's a perception check, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. You see the giant egg sack. Well, I just want to know if it's, like, connected to the chest of drawers or the ground in any way that would, like, that we would, like, trip it and open it on our way there. Yeah. Uh, if you want to give me a nature check... To see if there's any way that yeah. this egg sac could be opened up by some other unconnected sure. movement. Go ahead. I don't know how familiar, familiar hey. you guys are with egg sacs. Apparently I'm really familiar. I crit, I guess. Those are my two crits for the night, by the way. That's back to back, so no nice. more fighting, because I don't have any more crits left. <laughs> yeah, I got two crits out, too. Yeah. As you examine the giant egg sac closer, it looks like it's just connected to the walls. And the ceiling and the floor. Nothing else. And you're pretty sure that if you don't disturb it directly, it's not going to hatch until those babies are ready to come out. It's filled with clothes. Is there stuff, like, under the clothes? Like, where am I getting that magical vibe from? As you rummage through expecting to find, like, a book or an amulet or maybe a fancy weapon, all you find is just, like, pants and shirts... And as you're just rummaging through and tossing on the side, like, one of the shirts, as you're touching it, you just get, like, a little up your finger. It's a magic shirt. Oh, I'll Ooh, take it. Fancy. I'll take ah, it. Take the This is probably a good time to believe me. That magical yes. shirt is the shirt of Summon Greater Demon. Before these spiders just happen to be born naturally while we're standing right here. I agree. Let's roll. For right. a second, I was like, wait, what am I rolling for? Oh, you mean. Magic shirt. <laughs> I'm just going to write magic shirt. Yeah. Examine later. You're not sure why, but this plain cotton-looking shirt feels a little magic. Maybe it's self-cleaning. That would be really handy right now. Right? Since I'm covered in sentiment. Yeah. And not as much as Darwin. That's the other reason we need to get out. We need to go wash ourselves off in the ocean. We really do. It's super All right. Gross here. You walk out to the edge of the giant stone pillar. Oh God. How are you getting down? Uh, the same way we got up, I guess. Darwin's jumping. Come on. Yeah. I, he can jump. He can I can ball. jump. I have to take... But I don't know that I want to just leave our NS over there. Well, let me start down the pillar, and then you go. Deal. I mean, that's fair. I'm probably going to fall and die anyway. Do you have a rope or anything? Can I, like, hold and help you or something? Yeah, that that's great. Do that. Oh, that's actually a better idea. Yeah, I've got a rope. That's fine. So take out a rope, and you're going to try to lower our down. Yeah. All right, Arnis. Athletics with advantage. You've got this Ooh. rope. And you're going downhill, so. Well, that's a 
that's a, a pair, pair of 17s. 17s. That's impressive. All but, right. So it's a 17. Yeah. I have a bonus. <laughs> you run down the rope near about 15 feet above the sand. You want to finish going the rest of the way? Yeah. Alright. Another athletics check with advantage. I, I crit again. That, this <laughs> die has crit twice in a row. Wow. I should okay. retire it for the... No more rolling for you. You've done well. The next thing you roll will be a one. Rest you effortlessly... <laughs> rest my friend. <laughs> effortlessly make it down. Cool. Darvin, what do you do? Jump. Alright, read me your monk fall thing again. Yeah, still fall. I got something like over here. Shoving. I know it's ridiculous, but I still want to know, because you are like 50 feet up. Okay. Use my reaction when I fall to reduce any falling damage taken by an equal amount to five times my monk level. So you're just going to jump down. Uh, let's see, that's going to be... Okay, you might still take some damage from this. Uh-oh. I'm going to roll for it. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, I would have to roll like, very high on all of those. You hit the ground rough. The sand is a little wet where you land, and it just kind of smacks into you and stings a little bit. And you're going to have that nice sand imprint on your hands and your knees from where you landed. But otherwise, you're fine. So Darwin and Arnis, as you start moving away from the stone pillar, you see Vale, Sam, and half a dozen elves just sitting around on rocks having just a real awkward moment of, like, short question, short answer, two minutes of silence. I look visibly confused that Vale's, like, sitting around chatting with people. (laughs) Since we're covered in sentinel guts, let's go make it more awkward. Sweet. Darwin and Aris, as you approach, a red panda with the head of a small girl runs up to you, and as soon as she gets within, like, five, ten feet and gets a good whiff... (laughs) Just like, like nose crinkles up and just like turns around, just like, just like backs away from you, back to the group. That's about right. And you both smell. That's what I'm getting. Well, yeah. <laughs> from ten feet away. You didn't have to tell me that. I already knew. I already know I smell disgusting. But now you have confirmation. Honestly, I wouldn't get any of these guys to shake my hand. Somebody do something. All right. What do y'all want to do? I guess we walk up to the group. As you approach, Yaroslav, the middle-aged-looking elf, salt-and-pepper ponytail, stands up. He's resting his little hooked staff on his shoulder. <sighs> been waiting for you. Your friend here has been polite and said you're in a rush. I well, we have questions. Uh, I'm going to beg for your patience for another, like, five minutes, because as you can probably tell from your friend here's reaction, uh, we're super grody, so we're just gonna, like, really super quick. Well, let's be, let's be polite and at least shake everyone's hands first. <laughs> Darvin, don't be an asshole. <laughs> we're gonna Do you wanna go up and walk, do you wanna walk up and shake some hands, Darvin? We're yeah. gonna let- <laughs> Okay, not if I'm honest. I'm not. <laughs> we're just gonna I- super quick, like, run of the ocean, get all the, like, sentinel grossness off of us, and then we'll be right back and we can talk about whatever you want. Because you, it's, like, gross. Yeah, if you want to rinse off in the ocean first, it's fine. It doesn't bother us that much. Uh, Renata's nose is a little bit more sensitive than ours. Oh. Ah. Uh, it bothers me. <laughs> so. Yeah, me too. I can't stand myself right now, so... so I can't stand the smell of me. So... You also see Sam very politely trying to hide his disdain at the smell of you. Because like, <laughs> his senses are a little bit heightened in tomato form. He's just like... Mm, mm. Artist, Got something on my nose. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we go do that. All right, you spend super f- quick in, like out, like as fast as we can. Okay. But just like, and the two of you okay. come walking back, soaked to the bone. It's fine. Smelling a lot less. Yay. Okay. <laughs> Your friend here, Vale, tells us you took care of uh, Terrace here. He motions down to the boy. Mm-hmm. Are you in a big rush? Um, well, we can't stay long. We do have some place to be. We have several places to be, actually, all uh, at once. I understand. Uh, I understand you're taking the mask back to Patches, too. Yes. We'd really like to talk to you first. Well, make it fast. Well, your friend here has already declined, but we wanted to make sure you all were aware of the invitation if you wanted to come back home with us just a few hours south of here. We really can't. Get you some food, someplace warm for the night. I'd appreciate the offer, but we really can't. I just want to let you know that that was open. We need to see the mask. Why? We need to make sure this was him. The last we saw Terrace, he was an old man. 
Hmm. Oh, that's fair. Uh, you're going to excuse me if I seem like I'm being super extremely rude, sir. Um, but no, I understand. You don't know us. Yeah, and you don't know us. And I take the like, I take the boot of holding, and I back up <laughs> like ten paces. Because I mean, somebody asked me to see something like super crazy, powerful, magical. I'm gonna assume they want to steal it from me. <laughs> and I pull the like, I pull the mask out of the boot of holding. I hold it well away from myself. <laughs> you don't want to put it on? I don't want it to accidentally suction to my <laughs> face like in the movie. The <laughs> I hold it well away from myself and just kind of like hold it out. But I'm well back from, mm-hmm. from... Even though you don't feel it like actively trying to get on your face, as you are holding it and looking at it, you do feel that same sensation Darwin did of it wanting to be worn. But nothing more. Nothing stronger than that. It's not compelling you. And they all take a look at it from afar. Uh, I kind of whisper to themselves and Elvin a little bit, which of course we all, which we all understand because <laughs> we live on this continent. Yeah, <laughs> they're just whispering back and forth, like, "Yeah, that's what it was, right? Like, that's what we saw him wearing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just a bunch of confirmation of that back and forth. All right, all right. That's the mask. Was he a boy when you first saw him? No. First, you'll excuse me. Can I put this away? <sighs> I don't like holding on to it. It freaks well, me Well, it's, it's a little dangerous. I don't know why you want to keep it. Well, we don't want to keep it. That's why we're turning it over. But I don't want to hold it for any longer than I have to. Like, physically hold it. Can I put it back in the... Roll persuasion. Damn it. Arnest persuades, right? Usually. After those really good rolls, though, I'm probably mm-hmm. going to roll, like, a two. Because that's my life. Oh, no. I didn't. No. Mm, that's a 19. Well, I understand. I wouldn't want to hold it either. It's done a lot of... Well, I don't want to say terrible things, but it's done a lot of damage. How... How do we ask this, even? How intent are you on giving that back to Patches? Why do you ask? First, like, seriously, can I put this away? Like, are you okay with that? Like, just... (laughs) Mm, Why do you ask that? Well, if it's all the same to you, we'd rather take it. Why? Get rid of it. Well, that's what we're gonna do. Your friend Vale here says he's got a place full of stuff. Doesn't sound like he's getting rid of anything. Oh, Patches? Yeah. Well, Patches told us that that stuff only got acquired because he kept sending people to fight Tane who died, and then Tane was, like, sending the stuff to him. Oh, now, seeing Tane's house, I have questions for Patches. But... But... But we made a deal. Would you make a deal with us? I can't make two deals for one object. No, you can't honor two deals for one object. True. I've already got one deal to honor. Would you make a new one with us? Mm, No. Well, let's... Are there terms? I mean, if you think about it, the deal was we brought him the mask and he, you know... Blah, 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 but we're not breaking the deal just by not bringing him the mask, because if we don't hold up our end, he doesn't hold up his end, and there's no breakage of deal. We are not honor-bound to bring this back to Patches. We should hear them out. Oh, we're not going to try to take it from you. Okay. Just asking. We saw what it did to Terrace, and we don't want that happening again. Okay. How do you propose to get rid of this powerful magical object? Break it. How do you propose to do that? With force? Not like, sure it's that easy. It if it was that easy, don't you think Terrace would have tried that? At this point, Vale's going to interject and simply say, why are we still having this conversation? Because you didn't want to wait and do it later today? No, I'm talking to my companions. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> if you want to know what they're going to offer, ask what they're going to offer. It's got to be pretty damn good to beat what Patches is offering. That's true. We don't know what he's offering. But? We don't know what he has. Where are you folks headed? That you don't get to know. Not exactly. We don't want to know, like, where you live. Yeah, a general east direction. Your friend says you're heading east. What about after that? A general west direction. (laughs) Southwest. Very southwest. You ever travel closer to winter? What she means, the south. We have. I don't mean if you have. I mean, are you going to do it again? Maybe. We could give you a way to stay warm. Just like all the time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that would be what? Same creatures that help us stay warm. Yeah. This what? is not a deal that we need to take. Patches is offering us something better. Wait, I, except now I'm curious as to what the heck he's talking about. What? Back home, we have a colony of heatles, which are like heat beetles. Keep you warm. We're good. Keep you clean, keep you warm. You seem to get dirty a lot. You've known me for five minutes. And you walked up covered in sludge. Are we done here yet? Yeah, we're really yeah. done here. Okay. <laughs> Is that what you tell him, or are you just like... I, uh, uh, <sighs> oh, Arnis is a little more diplomatic than that. Thank you for your offer. However, we are not inclined to take it. Well, we're real sorry to hear that. But, you know, it seems like uh, this dude caused you a lot of problems, so you're welcome for dealing with him. That... And, um... No. We're uh, gonna... We're gonna go. <laughs> we're pretty much gonna... Pretty much gonna head out now. He didn't cause any problems until the mask. Just know that. Oh, yeah. One more question. How long was he wearing it? No more than a couple of years. Oh. Wouldn't put it on if I were you. Not planning, planning on it. it. So are you guys leaving? Yeah, mm-hmm. we're, we're good. <laughs> Bye, dudes. All right. As you're getting up to leave, Yaroslav will say, well, if you're coming back this way, we'll see you. Even if you don't see us. Was that a threat? No. no. Okay. Cool, bro. No. Sorry, bro. They just keep an eye on this area. So you start heading back west along the shore. The elves watch as you leave, just intently. Young Renata follows you at a distance, a little ways, fifty hundred feet, and is just like intently watching you, up, looking down. And then as you keep going, she eventually stops, gets distracted by something in the sand, before she turns around and heads back to join the rest of the elves. And with that will bring this chapter to a close, but the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at vanessablockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibbermusic. Dibber, spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. .libsyn.com This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello. Okay. Remember, if you wanted to add the plus one, you get a one. First Turn roll, it in. First Turn roll, it in. A body falls past the window. <laughs> Put it down and you feel like shaky all over. Both your hands wow. immediately peg him as a cogman. So we've known each other for years. One of the knives is missing from a garter hilt because it is being pressed to your throat. Damn. Meanwhile, well, at least this time you didn't just go and open a door. This time it wasn't me. Something I'm happened. so happy. I almost lit myself hey. on fire because hey. I can't roll worth a damn. That is until... Her head snaps up. Yeah. Bitch. Cracks. Turns. Looks down at you. Eyes are really wide and all black. For your services, sir. 
Oh, thank you, sir. This much oblige. I need uh, new shoes. So you and took he, money from him, huh? He, he, we he, talked he, about this earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, what the hell is going on here? Your last chance. What's going on? I'm traveling with my niece. We had a... Oh, my God! <laughs> the Steamrollers Adventure Podcast is available at rickstories.com or on iTunes. You can also get it on Stitcher and Google Play.